This episode is brought to you by Netgear, Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. Coming up on TMS, you don't want the jam escape escaping. I <laughs> love it. Let me start that over. You don't want the jam escaping. Brian's midnight Amtrek to Georgia. Covered in a film of me. Avoid all eye contact and talking dogs. Thank you for being donuts. Dr. Vulcan Gandalf. <laughs> With a name like Smecker, it must be good. Colonoscopies at home. Mannequins just don't understand. This vestibule sucks. Yeah, it does. All part of the accordion of lies. Don't be Karen from Minnesota. Alvalor, caffeine infusion. Flatten the Tiger King curve. <laughs> Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Don, I want you to meet the producer of the picture, Mr. R. F. Simpson. Hello. How do you do, son? I just saw some of the rushes for the picture and asked Dexter here who the team of stuntmen were. He told me they were all you. I think you've got something, Don. I'm going to put you and Lena together in a picture. Come over to my office after lunch. We'll discuss a contract. How true that is. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. Better than a pound of jam in your pants. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Morning Stream. It is TMS for April 23rd, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Good morning, Brian. Hi there. I'm not sure I agree with, with that. Uh, jam in I've your pants? I agree. Per- I never had a pound of jam in my pants. Yeah. But I think in the right circumstances, that kind of would be fun. I mean... I, if you think about it too much, you get in trouble. But I also, agree, I think I might agree with you. I think you yeah. Might I mean, right. uh, just you know, uh, just walking around like you'd have to have some some pants that uh, are are water waterproof because mm-hmm. you don't want the jam escaping. No, no, it's no jam. <laughs> no jam. Keep that pound of jam. You don't want to be walking around and have leave a little trail of jam behind you. No. But like having a pound of jam in your pants, yeah, it's all right. I don't know. I might be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, just for, trying it once. I mean, just once. Just seeing what it's like. I'll do it one time. My guess yeah. is it'll feel like, uh, it'll just be like when you're a kid. You know, you yeah, just get a full a diaper. Yeah, full diaper. Yeah. Yeah. And ain't nobody want to clean that. Get in the shower there, I guess. Hose that off. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that would have. I mean, you basically, you basically fill it up, fill up your pants, walk around a little <laughs> bit, and then go right to the nearest uh, bathroom. Yeah. Discard. Discard the pants. Yeah. <laughs> Just get there get as the soon shower, as you can get in there. Down, yeah, get all those strawberry seeds out of all the places that they might. Yeah, get. as fast as you humanly can carry yourself, you get that business yeah. done. Yeah, and then you lotion the undercarriage. Jump off the stratosphere with a pound of jam in my pants. That's let's right. let's like uh, let's do it up. Let's do it upright. Uh, hey, we're doing it upright today and doing a show. It's a Thursday. That means the usual Thursday nonsense. Uh, that is to say, all of it except for the windy part. She's not uh, full of nonsense. She has real stuff to say. Yeah, and today, she is, exactly. we have an email from somebody, and it'll be very good. So I'm looking forward to it. Before we do any of that, yes. a couple things. I'm grumpy today. Aww. Uh, not Aww. not because of the show. The show the show is a is a, an escape for me, so that's not a problem. It's good. This will this will cheer me up. I'm not worried about that. But for whatever reason, I'm just really grouchy, and I don't know huh. why. Like little tiny stuff setting me off, little teeny things. 
not dealing with the Thursday very well, and I got to figure out, you know, what my deal is. Have a better game plan for the rest of the day because I got a lot to do, and I can't yeah. be a grumpy you old. Can't cuss. get it done if you're grumpy. No, yeah. no, and not productive, not not successfully. I mean, it'll just make you grumpier, especially if it's like client grumpy. Is that kind of? I mean, do you know what it's what it's from? I, I don't. That's the problem. I don't have like a reason a, a blame like a uh no just me that's it mm. i don't i mean i'm sick of the lockdown i'm sick of the you know i'm just sick of all yeah. that i'm sick of people sure. dying i'm sick of the uh, things around it like all that stuff's getting to me obviously but that's getting to everybody so it's not really a, a specific thing i think it's just you know what it was we saw nick yesterday that's what it was oh nick yeah. came over yeah. Because oh, he, he pisses me off too. He had, oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> Nick had to work in uh, the Red Wing place up past near us because they needed someone to manage that store. They don't do walk-ins uh, at all. It's like curbside pickup, and they do uh, some repair stuff and some other things. So it's a very different thing that he's doing right now. But man, I gotta say this: Red Wing has been so freaking awesome with their employees. They have been amazing. <laughs> They're paying them hazard pay. They're paying them. Uh, uh, to they're, they're oh they're they're requiring less days at work but are still paying them full time. Um, they're just been great, just really great across the board. The, the way a company should behave during a time like this, they 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 don't just suddenly go ah oh, we're out of money lay everybody off and ask for a bailout. They have the money, right. they have the way the ways and the means, and they take care of people. And it's really really great to see it. I love I love to see it. Um, maybe it's, and it's funny because you initially wouldn't think a shoe store would be considered an essential service, but because they are work shoes, they do have to stay open. They, they have, have to, to stay open, exactly, because you got people who, you know, in the industry or parts of the industry that still need to get that stuff. So, For sure. So it's yeah. not like they're very busy or anything. In fact, it's real dead right now, but they just have been great to take care of him and the rest of those employees and hats off to them and screw United and anyone else who does BS. Uh, oh, I haven't heard about United. I've well, heard about, I mean, uh, the United asked for a big bailout, got it, and then oh, immediately oh, oh, yes. laid off everybody, the freaking a-holes. Right. Right. I didn't like them anyway, so I'm never flying United ever again. <laughs> United. I heard about, like, uh, uh, Ruth Chris, uh, you know, getting the, the bailout money and... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Shake Shack. Shake Shack was the was the good company that said, yeah, you know, we, we don't need this here. Take it back. Yeah, they sent it back. $10 million yeah. or 10 Billion? Million. Million dollars. Whatever yeah, it was. Million, yeah. Probably million. Send it back. Anyway, as a result, Nick was over there. Uh, Kim had a bunch of stuff for him to, to take home that she'd picked up for him and some things he'd left here. And so he came over here, but it was really hard because we're being good. We're not hugging. We're keeping our distance. You all right there, Brian? You got a little something down the wrong Swallowed, hole? Swallowed. Uh, took too big a drink of coffee and... yeah. 90% of it went down the right pipe. Yeah, that 10%, 10% of it went though, down the wrong pipe. That's all it yeah. takes. 10%. That's all, all you need. The top oh, 10. Oh, but now I can feel I feel that caffeine going through uh, my <laughs> my psilli or my villi, whatever it is in my lungs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah baby. That's right to the bloodstream. Mm. It's like a close, if you saw a close-up of my eyes right now, it would look just like that Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, except for that last scene with the Jennifer Except for that Cowboy. one, yes. Yeah. That's another way to get coffee, I guess. Yeah, you can get it that way. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he came over. We couldn't. We didn't hug him. We didn't do any of that. He wore a mask. Yeah. Kim wore a mask. She made him dinner. He sat on one end of the table. We sat on the other end. We talked. We asked how things were going. We did all this. Probably don't need to go that far, but we did because mm-hmm. we're trying to be good citizens here and do the right thing for everyone. 
and it sucked because you don't like to be that proximity of your kids and not be able to hug them and hang with them and talk, you know, I don't know. It just sucks, man. I think that's why yeah. I'm grumpy. I think that's it. Yeah, that could totally be it. We've had uh, the kids have popped over basically, you know, just into the front door, grab packages because the where they live, they can't really, I mean, they could get packages, but they'll really just sit outside their apartment door for hours and hours before mm. um, they get picked up. A little easier to get porch pirated when your porch when people have to walk across your porch to get to their apartment <laughs> yeah that probably ramps up the chances you're gonna get something taken. yeah so uh they come over pick up any packages and it's like we just wave to them from the other side of the room hi doing okay good all right yeah so it just um, it just sucks it sucks walmart's been and walmart's been really good for for uh to tristan as well they've been taking care of him. of course um the girls are doing great at the assisted living place because that's one of the safest places you can be if if the virus has not gotten into the system there yet, right? Because they are not right. letting visitors in. They're checking you out to have your temperature taken every day before you go in. Mm-hmm. And if you've got any temperature variance, it's like, nah, go home. Yeah, they, out, they, I was, I was going to ask about that because if it hadn't gotten there yet, then yeah, best yeah. place to be. If yeah. it had gotten there, then it's like a wake of horribleness. Yeah, totally. But, uh, oh, you know what? I've got an extra. I just stunned on me. Like mm. I've got an extra, an iPad too, like old iPad. But at the very least, thing could do like I could set up Zoom or Skype or something on there. Mm-hmm. Let the girls take it to the um, assisted living place, and if anyone wants to get on video with their um, with their their loved ones there they could probably just do that and mm-hmm. it's like i'm not using it's sitting right there and i could probably just it's we'll the, talk to them the two the two out. will still run it will run zoom and skype and some other stuff so yeah, yeah won't run much else no. <laughs> it's like pretty slow i could uh, uh run that monster uh monster game or something like that yeah. so yeah. that thing came out in 2011 so it's old yeah <laughs> yeah like um, that too with the, with the thin beveled edge yes the beveled edge mm. well that was a lot better than the first one the first one was a freaking brick where's i have that somewhere. yeah someplace i have I the have original too. and it's a beast yeah i've got it uh people forgot how thick that first one was i mean it's still pretty amazing for what it was but i've got it somewhere around here because i was using it as um you remember how there was that um that wooden arcade box where it is. yeah that you could put it in. I can't remember who. I think Geek sold it, and it was like a an arcade frame oh, yeah. that you could put it in. It was called an iArcade, right? iArcade or the something. Yeah, iArcade. iArcade. Yeah, and yeah. it would run the Atari. Like you could play all sorts of games on that. Thing. Had a little. Uh, had a had Bluetooth connection to the joystick that was built into it. Had a. Yep. A yep. light on the coin. Had a little light up. Uh, light up coin slot. Yep, I have that too somewhere. I don't know where that ended up. I mean, the only problem with that coin thing slot. is, you know, it's not going to last much longer than a couple of more models of that thing. no <laughs> no well i mean it's still bluetooth still would work i mean yeah. i could probably still use it with my ipad pro i'm sure i could i don't think the pro will fit that thing is huge compared to the old whatever. i don't have the big pro i have the um oh you have the little pro i thought you had the big pro i have the little no i had i used to have the big pro yeah and then the then i got the new one from uh wbz chicago from oh. a, a donation i made there last year forgot about that yep and, which I'm now paying taxes on. It's like, ah, oh, this is so great. Okay, I have to pay taxes on this iPad Pro that they gave me. <laughs> Which, all right, you know, granted, that's a lot cheaper than paying for paying for it outright. And oh, I got to say this. Yeah. Hairline crack. Uh oh. And you're not. I don't think you're going to be able to see it. Oh, maybe if I reflect my screen. 
you see in the top right corner uh, like right exactly. there oh yeah 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 oh yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 ding yeah. like like it must have taken a header at some point it wasn't me i didn't drop this thing but i'm sure it like took a header and landed just on the on the corner the good news is it's in the bezel right it's yeah. not in the it's not in the actual display regular. yeah no but every once in a while i think it dropped it um, in the bathroom it wasn't me i think it dropped it in the kitchen <laughs> it wasn't me it really wasn't me and i think it was uh i think it was uh when the when the kids were living here it might have been that but yeah. um every once in a while i'll be using an app and it'll go back out to the home screen and i feel like it's probably doing that because of that crack there's some sort of uh <laughs> There's some sort of uh, uh, short that's caused by that. Uh, that oh, that would bum me out. I mean, they, I think oh, they Leninade is Leninade is fingerprint shaming me. Clean that screen, says oh. Leninade 2020. Yeah, look, oh, look, okay. Leninade. Look, we don't just clean our screens when you tell us to. We do it when we want here, to. Yeah, look, brand new screen cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there, happy. Fun fact, uh, audio listener, audio listeners. That's Brian's butt. That was not his. That <laughs> was. That's right. It was. Uh, I moved the microphone. All right. Hey, uh, we're okay. So there's that. We missed the boy. We missed the girls. We're sick of this. It's lame, and I'm in a grumpy mood. We got a nice email though from Ray Z. Sounds like a Ray Z rapper, the brother of Jay Z. Ray Z wrote in. It sounds like it sounds like what you would pay extra for with um, Maya 3D. Uh, rendering program to get yeah. it to render faster. Yeah, some kind of now plug-in. with Razy. Yeah. This this new set of plugins. Razy is the most popular for sure. He mm -hmm. uh, says this halt the flow of time uh, was the subject. His messages. Hello there, sausage and breakfast. I couldn't help but think of TMS and Fletcher when I was watching Mystery Science Theater three thousand on Netflix. They did an episode about Star Crash when suddenly the Emperor says, "Computer, halt the flow of time." I was like, "Holy crap!" I know that quote from TMS. You guys probably already knew that, but if not, well, then now you do. Yes, we did know that because we did Star Crash for Film Sack, and then Fletcher mm -hmm. did a read for TMS using that line, and that's why we used the uh, the thing. He put his little phone sound in it, but uh, but yeah, that's where that came from is from that episode of Film Sack where we watched uh, Star Crash. Star Crash, yeah, which was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, here's the funny terrible. thing: I could not even tell you what, like, if you said, "Hey, what was the plot of Star Crash?" Mm. You're like, uh, kind of Star Wars ish. Yeah. Kind of had lightsabers in it, I think. Right, and there's a there was a ship that crashed. <laughs> right, and the guy was tr kind of stranded on this planet and had to kind of there was a there was a vehicle, a yeah. big scuzzy vehicle that uh, wasn't was it Winston from Ghostbusters was driving around. No, that no. you're thinking of. Um, Oh, what's that one? That's a different. That's the other one. That's a different one. Yeah, <laughs> easy to conflate them though because they're very similar kind of vibe. Yeah, cheesy, yeah, totally. terrible. I forgot the name of that. Oh, now I got to remember the the Winston from Ghostbusters. Oh, that's movie. right. That was one with Molly Ringwald. That was uh, Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. That's How could I right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But you. But but you're not. I don't. I don't fault <laughs> yeah. you for conflating. At those some two. point, all of these film sack movies run together. Yeah, they're all kind of the same. Anyways, boy, that was a bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> all, all of all, like all the ones we just described: Space Hunter, Star Crash. They're all pretty bad. Oh, anyway, the, Captain Cooper just put a trailer for Star Crash, so I can relive that excitement. Yeah, relive that. Excitement. Oh yeah, was this the one where um, they went to the planet that had all the people in onesies that were used as food? 
Mm, maybe. Oh. And they had stuff written on their onesies. Uh, Let's see. I'm looking. At and this. then they had to they had to get into this like. <laughs> no, this is a totally different one. Oh, look at this! I'm <laughs> looking at it now. <laughs> did we watch this? No, I'm not remembering. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure we did. Let's see. Oh yeah, we saw this, but yeah, okay, okay. I remember this lady. I yeah. remember him, and I remember that rock dude. That was a mask. That's right. Yeah, the one I was thinking of is the one where they had that gauntlet that they had to run through, and people were being not not Soylent Green, but people were being turned into food and. Uh, and that wasn't the being, not the island, but the uh, that, uh, we're not talking about Logan. Another right? old seventies, eighties thing. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. We've seen all Thank the dumb you. stuff or a lot of it. Anyway. We really have. Yes. He goes on to say, thank you for the countless hours of entertainment you have given me. I've been a listener oh. for so many Frog Pants shows for so long, since 2013 or so. You're a great mental support through the ups and downs of my life since then. Appreciate you too. Don't stop the flow of the show, yo. Ray from Springville, New York. Springville, New York. I wonder if that's upstate. Probably is, right? Yeah. Got to be one of those upstate New York things, which has been hit way less by this than the... Uh, than the cities, mm, but than uh, the city for sure. Uh, no, not Logan's Run TV's Travis, but uh, is that boy that movie? I saw that movie so many times as a kid, I could probably <laughs> dictate that. You like Logan's uh, Run, right? You're kind I of I do a fan. like Logan's Run. There's a very, um, I don't good. know, there's just a very run. calming, maybe not calming, but it's like it feels like nostalgia from my youth, you know, seeing sure. that movie so many times. Sure, sure, yeah, I like it too. I love the concept of it. I like the island. It was basically a remake, even yeah, though you know okay. it's got its problems, right. but there's something about it. There's something about that in general I like. Wasn't there a new TV show getting developed, and then they canned it or something? There was something going on recently. Well, there was a 70s TV show. Um, um, I don't know about a new one. That'd be great if there was. I there was a brand new thing. Let's see. Slogan's Run. 77 to 78's the old one. Uh, maybe my, maybe I'm misremembering uh, that. Here we go. In August 2010, Nolan, not Nolan, not Christopher Nolan. In mid-1990s, Warner Brothers began development of a remake. In 2000, ideas for a film remake centered on a more faithful adaptation of the novel, restoring Crazy Horse Mountain and the Sky Gypsies. <laughs> Thank God, because <laughs> we, need, we need that. Uh, in August 2010, Nolan confirmed the long-awaited Warner Brothers remake would be in production 2010 to 2011. That producer Joel Silver announced it would be shot in 3D, and that Carl Wrench would direct from a screenplay then in progress. The death age would be lowered to 21 to match the novel, and the film would be much closer to the original book. However, as of 2018, the film was still in pre-production. The book they were 21 in the book, were they? I guess they were 21 in the book. Yeah. All right. Well, the island is basically that, so I guess it kind of got made. Sorta. Of. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But that was but like, it's still it's still like a oh a proper, true, a proper I've never deal? read the book so I don't know about Crazy Horse Mountain or the Sky Gypsies but um, <laughs> I mean <laughs> I know I want to know about yeah. the Sky Gypsies yeah, Sky you, Gypsies you've got me all into wanting to know tell me more about the Sky Gypsies I never read <laughs> it do, yes yeah so I have no idea what that book's about well I know what it's about but I don't know much about anything so bring right. it on call it J Sky what what was Captain what'd you call it what was the first part I got the Sky oh, Gypsies. The, uh, Crazy Horse Mountain? Yeah. Just call Same it Crazy that. Horse Mountain and the Sky Gypsies. There's your movie name. There's your there title. There you go. Oh, yes. In 3D. Yeah. <laughs> it's Crazy Horse Mountain and the Sky Gypsies in 3D. Or make hey, it um, a movie. We talked about the uh, the skate park yesterday. Remember the, the bulldozers pushing sand into the skate park at oh, Venice Beach? Yeah, right. We got some photos of that yesterday. It was cool. Yes. we uh, And I talked about how, you know, now we're going to get some kids just taking their, their 
uh, old dusty surfboards or whatever and using that as kind of like uh, do sand surfing like they do on the sand dunes out here. Uh, even better, and I don't know why I didn't think of this, they brought their dirt bikes. A few people reached out to me and let me know. Don Vickers, I think even during the show yesterday talking about it, that um, now they're out there with dirt bikes just <laughs> using the skate park now as a, Life as finds a dirt a way. bike hill. Yep. Tur- uh, t- yeah. teenage, uh, teenagers find a way. They always do. What, do you, what did right. you expect, you guys? I Actually, honestly, I'm a little annoyed that no adult in the room when they came up with this plan the city comptroller, whoever's idea was, right? Right. Did that yeah. guy not sit, think to himself, hmm, what is it about sand that might attract a bunch right, of teenagers? Exactly. They certainly won't come here with sand. Sand is uh, a yeah, teenager that's, repellent. That's weird. Now that you've yeah. said it, now that we know that, I'm, I'm, it's yeah. kind of dumb. Now but, we're going to fill it with water and uh, turn it into, into mud and quicksand. I mean, they could have just let it go. Because kids are going to find a way. The, the, here's, have we yeah. learned anything about kids? It's this. You take a thing away or you say something's forbidden, and they work. They find a way around it because they want to know why it's forbidden. It's human nature for them to do this. Yeah. Even right. in this case. So, you know, when I would tell my kids, um, oh, don't watch that show. That show's, you know, that show's got bad words in it or whatever. <laughs> my kids would try to find a way to watch it because they want to know right. what the heck I'm talking about. Right. Just, no, they, they would have had to just get some alligators and put some alligators in there. To, if they wanted, like, that's how you keep the skaters and the dirt bikers and stuff like that out is just fill with alligators. Or turn it into a huge ball pit. Mm, okay. But that's... <laughs> There's no way that could, you know, no way that's going to attract anybody. Yeah. I'm sure ball <laughs> pits are considered uh, essential now, right? <laughs> that's right. There's no way to catch anything in a ball pit. No. Always free of all disease and bacteria yes, and, and uh, urine uh, collecting at the bottom and yeah, no feces in there dirty diapers no it's a clean place to spend your time a ball pit that's right that's right they're really gross <laughs> is what we're saying don't go near <laughs> they really them. are gross i don't care if the world eradicates all disease don't go in a ball pit that's what we're saying yeah. Yeah. all right uh unless it's your own ball pit when i was a kid uh, i always wanted to have my own giant foam or ball pit in my own house that i would control oh. and uh I didn't really have any cares then for like if it was going to be gross or not, but I just want to have a big multi-floor, like three-floor drop pit of foam and or uh, balls, and I want to just jump off of like a high place and just dive into that foam. I wanted yeah. that so bad growing up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And your own, because then it's your own stink and filth. Right. It's cluttering up the bottom of that ball. Right. It's covered in a film of me. I can deal with that. (laughs) It's my own filth. Yeah. I don't have to think too hard about that. So uh, that's the plan. One day before I die, get in a ball pit in my my house. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, uh, so that's interesting. I hope, uh, I mean, whatever. Kids are going to do whatever they're going to do. But they they probably, you know, lava. Lava is the answer. Fill it with hot lava. Lava, sure. Mm-hmm. You need heaters, though, to keep the lava hot, or else it just becomes um, more sidewalk. Another drag on the tax system. Man, just can't win here. That's right. Spikes, just fill it with uh, fill it with jacks. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Pretty good. Oh, how is Georgia yeah. doing? You guys all right in Georgia? How's Georgia? Because uh, so the, so the, if I understand the, the way things went, Georgia was like, we're going to open up early, and nobody can stop us. And then... Um, the president and the and the I don't know, maybe it was just him was like yeah that's where I stand I think that's great and he called him and said I think you guys are awesome go ahead and do it and then yesterday he got up in his press conference and says Georgia's acting too fast 
They need to slow down. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now I don't know what Georgia's doing, and I'm a little worried. We have friends there. We have a lot of friends in Georgia. Don't, yeah. Yeah, we do. Don't get don't don't, don't overdo it, Georgia. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pop out there. I was looking at um um at tickets, and I don't want to fly, so I might just uh, take Amtrak or something. But the only trip, the only uh, tickets I could get were for like midnight. Um, you know, to get out there on at midnight. So. Oh, I see the midnight t- train to Georgia. Yeah, and yeah, I'd rather live in their world than live without them in mine. So. <laughs> see, I knew where Brian was going that whole time, but some of you listeners, you didn't know. You didn't know where that was going. You didn't know the reference. <laughs> and we love doing that to you. So enjoy. All right. Well, uh, be careful, Georgia. Don't yes. be too. Don't Please be. Do. Don't be too hasty. Okay. Just. Just back off a little. Just you know. Don't. Uh, don't be. Freaking out! Don't be filming The Walking Dead, or you might, you know, you know, you know where you're <laughs> you right now is the best time to film The Walking Dead because you can make Georgia. You don't have to do much to make Georgia look like uh, <laughs> the way The Walking Dead Georgia looks. Well, that's true, I guess. But just be careful. You know what I love? My favorite thing about all of this is the thing that we all assume. You know what? Actually, this is what one thing that movies have gotten right. So you know when you watch like Legend or um, uh, what's the Will Smith movie? I am, uh, I'm, legend. I am legend. I am legend. What's the yeah. legends of the fall for some reason? <clears throat> Omega Man 2.0. There it is. And the the deer and like the antelope and all the animals have sort of taken over the city, you know. And mm-hmm. you start to see some of this. So there's like not abandoned, but closed down gas stations and restaurants and stuff. And they're just like sheep all over the place and like goats poking around. And like if we leave stuff, the animals will just come back. Just come mm-hmm. back down from the hill and take it all totally. back. They, yep. don't, they don't care. There's a KFC there. They're attracted to the smell. Lion chasing deer down uh, down Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> I like that movie. Is that bad that I like that movie? No, there's, that's not bad that you like that movie. I still like that movie. Yeah, I think it's fine. The, the, uh, the 3D stretchy face zombie people are a little, eh, maybe yeah. could use an update. But um, yeah. other than that. If you did those today, it'd be a lot better. I think those would be better today. What did what did what was Will Smith's buddy's name that lived uh, in front of the the video store, the mannequin that he always talked to, oh. and then he freaked out when he saw him DZ, uh, DJ else? Jazzy Jeff was that? <laughs> is that what it was that it? Oh, that's not the name. Okay. Um, oh, mannequins just don't understand. <laughs> no, I don't remember the name, but he's always yelling Fred. at him. Fred, was it Fred? Fred? What are you doing here, Fred? Yeah. Fred, you don't belong here, Fred. Yeah, he was mad at Fred. Quit making trouble in my neighborhood, Fred. I <laughs> uh, wonder if he lived with his auntie before he moved out there. <laughs> All right, we're going to do some news this morning. Yeah. And uh, as we prepare for uh, some good times with Wendy a little bit later, so stick around for that. Here's the news. WBH something on Boston presents the news brought to you by (laughs) Tavern by Destin J. Munden. It's a high fantasy swords and sorcery novel. Perfect. Great for fans of World World of Warcraft, World for Warcraft, Elder Scrolls, Brandon Sanderson, Michael J. Sullivan, Nicholas Eames, and Scott Lynch. Zelnath of the gnarled root, an orc tavern owner, information broker, healer, and guildmaster of the Blackwind Company has found a place far better than the forest from which he came in the magical metropolis <laughs> city-state. <laughs> it's like they're trying to, trying to get me with this Trying one. to get metropolis you. Metropolis and city-state of 
Ladad in the Magian Empire. There you it's go. Like Lama, L L, or is it Liadad? And that's a, that's a that's a lowercase L. Yeah. When a simple act of kindness draws the ire of a troubled assassin, his love-stricken archmage father and an army of magically constructed golems. <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just trying to. I get you. <laughs> Sorry, why can't you read that with a straight face? It's so funny. I'm trying. Zelma scheme with vipers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be able to do it now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. I'm not going to look at you. I'm looking down here. Must scheme with vipers of the high court, mingle with royalty at the castle, blackmail drug dealers in the slums, and fight assassins and mercenaries in the streets. He needs to lean on the support of his motley crew of a dark elf assassin, a dragon pirate, a high elf royal, and a talking dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so close. So close. They had to put talking dog in there. The talking dog threw me. The talking dog artificer to keep him from his own inner demons and doubts. Available on ebook and paperback on Amazon, and also available on Kindle Unlimited audiobook. Probably not read by me. Coming in June. <laughs> All right, you officially destroyed oh, my bad mood. Nice job. I'm sorry. Yes, I'll, I'll whatever they paid for that ad read, I'll pay them back. No, it's a freebie. They're a community person. They're nice. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, actually, and go check it out. Tavern by Destin J. Munden. It actually it sounds really good, and I, I don't want to not do it justice. No, it it's all great. good. This these are the <laughs> these are <laughs> these are the times where these are trying these are trying times, but there's a time to laugh, and we had one there, and I'm in a better mood That's now. Right. Better mood. Oh my god. Well done. <laughs> Talking dog artificer. <laughs> <laughs> you were, I mean, you were really good for the home stretch there oh, until that dog. I was, yeah, yeah. Dog I had to cover. Time. I had to block. <laughs> I had to block your uh, my my Zoom video of you because if I saw you even snicker, yeah, I was done for. I know. I couldn't help it. What are you gonna do? All right. Uh, uh, there's some outrage in China. You know, China. You heard of China? China. Yeah. Yes. Uh, China. Hold on. I got a, line, a thing for China. Uh, hello, China. Wait. Hold where? Oh. Here. Okay. Well, that's no fun to play if you don't have it handy. I have a thing that says something about China. China. There it is. Hello, China. <laughs> Jeez, Louisa, it took forever to find. Anyway, no matter how high you think he's gonna go, he goes a little higher. A little China. higher. Yeah, it's like Veronica sausage. It goes slow. Yeah, right. but this goes higher. Anyway, uh, there's some upset people because in China they were holding a kissing contest to celebrate reopening at a factory. <laughs> that is pretty dumb, right? Pretty dumb. It feels like that might be. Uh, yeah, that might be going too far too soon. I think so. Well, what's uh, the factory? What kind of factory is well, it? Well, it is a... Uh, so the factory itself is being criticized. Uh, let's see if I can find... This is in Suzhou. I've been there. Let's see. Uh, so it's probably... Wait a minute. Okay, this... Well, when we read into this a little yeah. bit further... Yeah. Uh, I don't see... I actually, surprisingly, don't see a problem with this. Well, here's what they say. They're being criticized for organizing a bizarre kissing contest to celebrate its reopening. According to 7 News, a video of the contest where participants were invited to kiss while separated by plexiglass... Yeah, okay. That seems all right. ...has been viewed over 10 million times on Chinese social media platforms. The kissing contest has sparked outrage online, with many criticizing the factory for playing fast and loose with social distancing guidelines in the time of the coronavirus. Now, I could see... 
If there are ten, it says here ten couples take part in the co- in the contest. Are they yeah. kissing the same glass on both sides <laughs> ten times over? Because that's a problem. In other words, it's like a line of people and not sanitizing in between each kiss. Right. Yeah. Or is somebody doing right. that? Is somebody over there wiping it down and you know? Doing I would it? assume somebody be wiping it down, and hopefully the the plexiglass isn't like this big. It's just like hold this plexiglass up, and because <laughs> you're the whole rest of you is getting exposed. Yeah. But. Uh, um. Yeah, I did think that's it's weird. I mean, it's a weird way to celebrate. It's very weird. Like, why would uh, you do it? There, some of them are already married, and like some of them are just not. And it's like there's no reason for it. There's no like, what's the contest? There's no there was no winnings or anything. Yeah, I'm looking at the so the, the plexiglass is like about a you know a large window pane plexiglass. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're still getting close to. The people on either side holding this thing, and um, yeah, it's not like a wall, big transparent no, wall, uh, which is yeah. cool. That's a cool idea, but no such thing exists, as far as I know. Um, let's see. It says here, allegedly, some of the participants are not couples. Oh. Well, they're not kissing either, really. No, they're not making contact. So, no, that'd be like me kissing my screen and someone saying, "I kissed Brian." That'd be like saying, uh, "Sure, I smoked pot in high school, but I didn't inhale." <laughs> exactly. Who would who would have said that? No one ever said that. <laughs> oh, no. oh, what are we are we uh, uh, disparaging the other side for a change? Oh, all Scott? the time. What? I hate Clinton. Clinton was the worst. Yeah, I know. I'm just sucked. Uh... I shouldn't use the word "sucked" around President Clinton. Anyway, <laughs> was clearly blue. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Come anyway. on, I didn't mean B L E W. I meant blue, like a blue jet, yeah. a blue dress. Yeah, like a blue dress. A, Get it? Like a stained blue dress. That's St- what I meant by blue. Come on, the, people. That's the one. That's the that's the kind. Uh, let's see here. Organizers said the event can help factory workers relax uh, because there was a transparent glass between the kissers. According to the Global Times, the kissing competition was organized to celebrate the resumption of work at the factory. And China began easing restrictions imposing uh, imposed during the lockdown to contain the spread of the highly infectious coronavirus. I think you could have celebrated in some other ways than this dumb, weird way. This is weird and dumb. Yeah. Right? It's just dumb. It's really, I think it's more more than anything just a way to, to make something that's viral. Right. You know? I mean, the, the, the people in the neighborhood here doing, like, teddy bears in the windows is kind of like when you're going out with your kids for a walk with your mask on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a hide-and-seek hide and or where's Waldo, I spy kind of thing where it's like, oh, there's a teddy bear there, and there's one there. And that's cute. And it's not done to be viral. This feels like it's done to be viral. Viral, yeah. But don't yeah. be too viral because the viral will get you. The virus. Right. The viral is the whole problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, and we don't even really know. Like China's weird with their information, so who knows? Well, I mean, there's photos. It's clearly people kissing on either side of a plexiglass. No, no, no. So. I don't mean that. I mean the oh. the rate of the virus or and its their oh, death count. Sure. All that stuff is sure. probably lies. <laughs> I read on some website that they made the whole thing up just to slow down the American economy. <laughs> I mean, there are people who think that. There are people there. who think that. Uh, I wonder if we'll talk to Wendy about that later now that I think about it. (laughs) Maybe. Who knows? Stimulus checks. Let's talk about those. They're being spent on dildos, tigers, guns, and stripper poles. Or, as I call it, a Saturday night at Ibbotson. That's right. Stimulus checks. These are very stimulating checks. Are um, (laughs) funding a national pandemic of impulse buyers. 
Uh, Americans began receiving their first batch of coronavirus refunds this week, and many are taking to social media to brag about the assortment of purchases, both strange and savvy, uh, that they've made with them. So here's some examples. A lot of people you'd think would use the emergency cast to pay for bills, necessities, you know, food and things you need, paying your bills, uh, helping cover rent, that sort of thing. But others are putting it toward wild splurges. Among the more trivial items people have reportedly used the extra bucks for are an inflatable dinosaur costume. You've seen those before, right? I have. I've I've wanted one of those. I want somebody to make an inflatable dinosaur costume equivalent, a MODOK inflatable dinosaur costume. Like, you could so do that, right? I mean, it's just like the big MODOK head that does this when it's walking around. Yeah. But your arms and legs are the real arms and legs of MODOK. I would love that. Just a big giant Modoc on your, and you're looking through like his crotch. That's how you see out because he's well, so you'd be looking through like his chest area because you'd still have to have your arms and legs. Oh right, you wouldn't just have yeah. those flopping around though, like just air arms, like just flopping. You know? What I mean? Oh, you could, but I mean, you still need to be able to pick stuff up. That's true. Nobody wants a non-articulated Modoc. <laughs> um. Anyway, it says here. Uh, okay, so. The dinosaur costume is one of them. Although the buyer, buyer argues that $35 get-up was totally worth it. Quote, I've actually got good use for it. Plus, look at that price. I should have bought two. <laughs> he said. Yeah, I mean, you go for a walk. I mean, that's probably better than wearing a mask. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Chat room, you're right. The, the Stormtrooper crotch is still right here. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Right it's just right there. I can't help it. Um, another one said, F it. I'm buying a stripper pole with my st- uh, stimulus check. We have to invest in our future. Tweets a future exotic dancer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Aspiring, aspiring stripper. Yeah. Aspiring stripper. A name unknown. Uh, some are also jokingly planning on teaming up so they can use their economic impact payments to buy a baby tiger. He says, hear me out. Quote, who wants to combine their stimulus checks with me? We can buy a tiger. Writes, likely fan of Tiger King. Hmm. See, because that's I bought that a thing. tiger, and the tiger bought a man. Yeah, you know what I'm tired of hearing about, actually. What Tiger King? Tiger King. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of am too. I think it's, we've we've over. I think we've uh, the, we're on the other side of the curve now, the Tiger King curve. Yeah, we flattened that. <laughs> we flattened that curve hard and fast. Kind of flattened that curve, you cool cats and kittens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I'll never get tired of that being used because no. it's so stupid and horrible. Hey, how's it going, you cool cats and kittens? Hey, cool cats and kittens. It's me, Carol. Talking about stupid stuff again. One of the uh, one of the featured performers, and I haven't memorized her name yet on SNL. Um, in that uh, Saturday Night Live thing that they did, the the distancing version episode of Saturday Night Live with oh, Tom yeah. Hanks, and yeah. she did a killer Carol Baskin riding around on her bicycle <laughs> in the age of coronavirus. It's amazing. I didn't see that. So good. The only thing so I've seen, good. only SNL thing I've seen is the one, I don't know her name, but she did that lady who learns how to sew masks at home. Did you see that? It was like a, <laughs> it was called sewing with whatever her name was. And it was almost real. It was so well done, but she kept cutting herself and sewing into her fingers <laughs> and having to start over. It was really, really oh, freaking funny. AD Bryant. That was an AD Bryant one? Okay. Yeah, it was very funny. That actually funny. sounds pretty funny. And usually I'm not a fan of the AD Bryant skits. I can tell the ones that she writes for for other people. And it's like, okay, there's an AD Bryant one. Oh, I wonder if she's going to get to use that Southern accent again. Probably. And this one, she just yeah. plays like your typical Karen type. 
and uh, really okay, and cutting herself as she's sewing masks. Yeah, it's just all right. It's see, that would be pretty funny. good. It's very funny. My wife was like in tears laughing at her. It was good. Um, let's see who. Uh, oh, what's her name? Ego or uh, Ego Nuda? Oh, another name that I haven't yet memorized. Um, mm. Did like a parody of the uh, the YouTube makeup shows. And she's oh. like, you know, all we have are these, uh, this collection of Crayola markers. So we're going to do our best with these. And she like fills in ego nuodum. That's it. Yeah. She like, you know, does her eyebrows with a black yeah. <laughs> Crayola marker and <laughs> roses up her cheeks. And <laughs> that's amazing. The, what, that the one, guy that, that the, one was hilarious. The pro gamer guy was really good too. The guy, the streamer guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause he was legitimately <laughs> like making. He sounded right, like, like him. He's like, hey, don't forget to subscribe, all that crap. And then he goes <laughs> he totally, to play. He doesn't know what he's doing at all. Right. Oh, how could, How is he just standing behind me shooting me? Yeah. Oh. He's like, wait. He's like, wait. How do you wait? And he kept looking at his controller and then looking up and then looking down. Yeah. He's like, can't Something's move. not working. I think my computer's not working. We're going <laughs> to switch over and play Mario. And <laughs> fails at Mario. It was really fun. We're going to do a speed run of Mario. And that's the first uh that guy, that guy made me want to watch a stream of him doing that thing Mikey, on stream. Mikey Day is uh, is one of the current standouts. <clears throat> I think Mikey Day and uh, Beck Bennett um, are two of the current, like, brilliant uh, SNL uh, performers right now. Yeah, there a, we go. DJ awesome. Stingle just put it up there. Oh, is that the video? The Mikey Day one. That is yep. worth watching, guys. should watch it. Uh, this final person here. <laughs> uh, some jokingly planned to team up, like I mentioned by the tiger oh, yeah. it's hard by to a argue uh, a canopied bed is ever essential but one mom bought a princess themed bed for one of her kids the same argument goes for a woman who used her check to buy a high-end sex toy which which end high, the high end <laughs> use it on the high end yeah use it on the high end although she concedes she bought the stimulator only after paying off a credit card well that's good that's good <laughs> Good, good, uh, good. Just refill the credit card with a ginormous dildo. Yep. Well done. There you well go. Done. Nice job. Um, I don't know what that means by high end, but I actually I really don't want to know what that is. What a high end, uh, yeah, thing is. It's uh, studded with those Swarovski crystals. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. Probably. That's it. <laughs> Gold plated. What are the men That's buying? Right. I don't know. They don't say in this article. It's all ladies. I guess uh, that's not true. The, um, the I bought a De Dakota fanning uh, <laughs> bed pillow, giant bed pillow. Yeah, the the, uh, the tiger was a dude. I looked that up. The guy that wants a yeah, tiger was a guy. Of course it was. Yeah. yeah. The rest of these are ladies. All right. Uh, final story for today before we take a break. Sure. A British sure. Columbia doctor has a fairly simple invention aims to curb the spread of the virus in hospitals. It may uh, look like an empty closet waiting for clothes to be hung or brooms to be stored, but Dr. Kurt Schmercher and his invention... Kurt Schmercher? Schmercher. Oh, man, that's an awesome name. It's a great oh, name. Oh, Smecker. Smecker. There's no R. Oh, Smecker. shit. But still, thought... Kurt Smecker. All right. <laughs> oh, God, such a Kurt Smecker. Dang it. I thought there was an R in there. He's a... I think Kurt Smecker is still pretty good. Oh, especially when you see this guy. When the name, with a name have like Smecker, of, it must have you be seen good. A picture of Kurt yes, Smecker? and that's what's great about it. I wanted to mention this because, and I'll pull this up for the chat as well. The thing about Kurt Smecker is, his beard is not coronavirus approved. Uh, Neither of those eyebrows. No, nothing about this is going <laughs> to stop the spread of the virus with your mask on. Um, and I'll show you now, chat, what that looks like. Here you go. Dice Tomato channeling a little bit of Lex Luthor, Mister <clears throat> Kurt Smecker. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Look at that. Look at those eyebrows. My gosh. 
It's yeah. just a that is a thing to see. I mean, the name Doctor Smecker kind of kind of could be a supervillain. Yeah, it's very. I'll sp- get you, Doctor Smecker. Ah, Superman would have done it too if it wasn't for you and your boobs. Yeah, he. I can totally see that. <laughs> Anyway, he says it's a very simple idea. It's a ne- negative pressure vestibule designed by the anesthesiologist in the latest COVID-19 uh, infection control. An operating room add-on that basically works like a vacuum cleaner. Sucks up airborne viruses that pose a transmission risk uh, to staff and patients. So this is it would be mainly used by, you know, frontline yeah, uh, hospitals. hospitals. Yeah, right, ORs. Mm-hmm. Um, it says it's a fairly simple idea. It says Schmecker who first started uh, pushing the idea over a month ago. It's now at use at three Fraser Health Hospitals, Surrey Memorial, Royal uh, Columbian, and Abbotsford Regional. This is all in the UK. Or in Canada, sorry. British Columbia. Um, it works by changing how air normally flows in an opening or uh, an operating room. Usually, uh, it says operating rooms uh, operate under what is called positive air pressure, where the open door would mean air is flowing out of the OR. That's desirable because it pushes germs away from the area of surgery. Problem is, this can cause airborne contaminants like the coronavirus to spread outside the operating room where it can infect others. So his invention, a negative pressure vestibule, attaches the outside of the set of the operating room doors, keeps the air flowing out of the OR, but sucks it up into a vacuum cleaner, catching any virus that may get into the air when, for example, a COVID-19 patient is having a breathing tube inserted or removed, that sort of thing. Hmm. It's kind of cool. It I is like, cool. Yeah, I like hearing about stuff like this, positive uh, you know, move, movement. Thing. Totally, and you know, as, as much as we uh, eyebrow shame him and beard shame him, this is a pretty cool invention, and he should be applauded for his uh, innovative mind. I agree. I want to get close behind those freaky, freaky eyebrows. <laughs> I want to get a little closer to those right now. Here we go. <laughs> you can hold on to them, steer them like a. <laughs> yeah. Look at those things. Those are nuts. Steer them like a whaler. I could probably grow those. I trim mine yeah. up here and there. I could probably let those happen. I don't know. What do you think? Should I go uh, mm-hmm. go that route? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. Zoe <laughs> brings bacon. Says, definitely Vulcan. Those are Vulcan eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Or at the very least, uh, Romulan. Romulan? Yeah. Yeah. Very Romulan. The Romulans mm. go nuts with the forehead crap. They do. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister, Wendy Dunford, will be here. We're going to talk about an email we got, and uh we'll see how that goes so that's coming up soon before that though a break with a song that brian has prepared brian what do you have oh i want you to close your eyes and imagine the vistas of scotland aren't they pretty aren't they beautiful the vistas of scotland rolling green hills and well i wanted to think about another vistas of scotland a band called vistas and they're from scotland they have a brand new album coming out may 29th called everything changes in the end uh, courtesy of Believe Records and uh, Grandstand Media. Thanks to Grandstand Media, Grace at Grandstand Media for sharing this one with me. Um, this is their brand new single. It's called Summer. It's going to put you in that summer mood of like getting out there and at least getting some sunshine six to ten feet away from everybody else, but still enjoying some of that sun. Again, the album is called Everything Changes in the End. Comes out May 29th. But here's your here's your lead-in single. Here's the song Summer by Vistas.
Hey you guys, time to talk about our good buddies at Netgear. We love Netgear. Ah uh, yes, Netgear. Hey, how old is your Wi-Fi feeling these days? Does it buffer all the time when you're trying to stream stuff? Does connecting new devices to it slow it down? Can it handle all the gaming video calls and large files you're throwing at it? And what happens when you try to do all that stuff at once? Oh man! No good comes from that. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, you know, like on a plane. It's very comfortable. Lay back, put your feet up. Mm. If you're ready for the West, the West, the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. And we thank them for supporting this show. I don't think I will kiss you. Although you need kissing badly. That's what's wrong with you. You should be kissed and often. And by someone who knows how. This is the morning stream. Is it over yet? Ah, I screwed that up. <laughs> I wanted to hear Brian you were do this so again. Close. I know yeah. it was so close. <laughs> I like. <laughs> How you feeling today? It's a little bit of. It's not great. I don't remember what your context was. It was something you did yesterday, and it was weird. And sorry, it was, I was talking about something so-so, or Is that uh, what it was. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because that's the that's what I use for so-so. <laughs> Like little hinky, little weird. <laughs> I usually go eh, like that, and Brian yeah, goes, yeah. like that. I like it. <laughs> All right, well, teach their own. Hey, uh, we're back, everybody. Welcome back. That was a that was a great song. I enjoyed that. Yeah, pod. Like I love those. Uh, you know, sometimes you're just in the mood for a a power chord, major key mm -hmm. anthem for getting you ready for sunshine, blue skies, and yep, finally getting outside less virus we hope do you have a is there a restaurant that you can think of that's like you know as soon as as soon as i feel like it's safe to go i can't wait to go back to blank oh, oh yeah restaurant. red basil i want to go back to red basil mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. uh, yeah. we've, we've used them a couple times for delivery since but uh i want to go dine in and be there again that's what i want for sure yeah, yeah there's the benny's uh, mexican restaurant here because benny's is uh too far for us to drive to get takeout and bring home mm. it would be cold by the time we got it home well, that's the thing. It's like that's that's the one part of this is like, yeah, sure, all these places have takeout and and delivery, but you really got to pick places that are close by so that your food is still warm when you when you get it. Yeah, and you don't, and that's the problem. The places that used to be no big deal by car, mm -hmm. because you knew you're going to be there for an hour, two hours, whatever, no big deal. Yep. But when you want to bring it to you, ich, it's yeah, hard. Exactly. I still want to support them though, so it's hard. It's hard either way. All right, we're going to give Wendy a call. Yeah. Get her in here. Yeah. See what's going on. I'm going to try my my joke on her that I did yesterday. 
Uh, because she lives okay. there. Yeah, the Minnesota okay. joke. Don't tell her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I won't, I won't say right. a word. I bet she's never heard it. Because uh, when she hears this. Yeah, it's all bets the, are off after that. It's the the knee, knees will be slapped. Yeah, it's going to be intense. Uh, we're getting the rings of, of ringage. Or the, I'm sorry, yeah. the square is a ringage now. The square of ringage now, yes. Yeah. Sorry, the rectangle of ringage. <laughs> she shows that she's online, so that's good. It's lies. It's all part of the accordion of lies. It feels like it could be a lie. Yeah. We'll keep trying here. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. I'm going to pause this. Online, we're saying, don't watch that. It's garbage. Yeah, I think that may have been it. Plus, I felt weird about it. Hey, it's my what? sister, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. How, how are you? Hi, what did you feel weird about? Oh, we had a movie we were supposed to watch for Film Sack years ago that has Britney Spears in it, and we never did it. And people were either mad at us for doing it or glad we didn't. And Or a couple of people were mad that we didn't do it. Yeah, there were a couple there. But yeah. uh, anyway. Not many. Not many, though. Not many. <laughs> uh, hey, I got a really bad joke for you that I want to tell you because of, of something, and you'll understand it when I do it. But at first, I have to play this. Something wrong, Batman? Has anybody seen Wendy? No, I want divorce. All right. I guess, so there's your theme now. Here's your joke. I'm going to tell you. Um, and you have to answer this question. Uh, what state in America has the smallest soft drinks? Minnesota. Minnesota. Get it? <laughs> You've probably it's heard really that one before because you live there, right? That's a thing you hear. Yeah. Well, I figured, why would you tell me that joke if it wasn't the place I live? I know. That was, that was kind of obvious, even if you hadn't it's heard the deductive joke. deductive reasoning. Yeah. Good job. You're good at that, <laughs> turns out. All right. Hey, uh, everybody. Wendy's my sister. She's also a trained uh, practicing therapist, helps people all the time with real problems, comes on here on Thursdays and helps us with our fake ones. No, we have real ones, too. We have real problems. Mm -hmm. Real. We have very many real problems. We do. Um, a lot of people, uh, especially right now, just sort of dealing with, uh, you know, special brands of anxieties and that sort of thing, given where we're at and what we're doing. We got all kinds of new anxieties this week, which is people are getting a little stir crazy and certain states are opening up stuff maybe a little too soon. Some are moving a little too slow, like it's a lot of chaos. You don't know who to believe, blah, blah, blah. So we're glad to have this segment on Thursdays and talks about some of that stuff. But today we're not going to be specific about any of that. We're going to read an email from Jennifer. I think it's okay to say her name. She said it was all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, hi, sourdough baguette and wheat. Wendy, anything you wanted to say before I did this, by the way? Sorry, I didn't mean to. No. Okay. No, it's great. Keep going. Uh, my husband and I are in our early 30s, live in a rural community of about 1,600 people with the local county, uh, uh, excuse me, county being about 9,000. Sorry, Kim just showed up with some some lovely hot beverage. Thank you, honey. You're the best. Mm. It's chicory tea. Mm. Yum. Uh, all right, where was I? Here we are. Uh, so she lives in a town of 9,000. 9, Things can seem fairly under control here to an outsider. We are essential business owners. We are a bakery, and we're doing our best to stay healthy so we can keep providing for our small town. A friend of ours is regularly expressing his opinions that COVID-19 is made up. He continues to offer hugs as if by habit, uh, and I'm having to change my habits by not accepting these. But I don't want to offend them by saying how uncomfortable it makes me feel. I don't want to lose a friend over conflicting opinions, but I'm also not comfortable with their nonchalance. Uh, I've also been frustrated by the lack of concern for the rest of humanity, something that they are, uh, sorry, something they are usually very conscious of. My friend is in his early 40s and is usually a very social person and spends a lot of time outdoors with his dog. Who knows, or sorry, uh, who is known very well around his, uh, his community. So, he is certainly at risk as well. My husband and I wish 
uh, he would at least consider other people's feelings when navigating social interactions. How do I express my concerns without losing a friend in our small community? Should I even be expressing my concerns? There are so many new social norms coming from this, uh, and it can be hard to navigate them all. Thanks for everything you guys do. You keep uh, us sane in the early baking hours. We really appreciate the Frog Pants team lounging in my hammock. And with There Will Be Dungeons is my favorite way to spend a Sunday afternoon. That's awesome to hear. Uh, Can I get an I Don't Watch the News, your friend Jennifer? Yes. I'm going to play that kid right now for you. Hold on. I don't watch the news. There you go. Just for you. So, (laughs) all right. A common feeling, right? I feel this way about a lot of... I have a brother-in-law, not on our side. (laughs) Yeah, because we would have banished him by now. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Who who is very much down this road of it's all fake or it's made up or... It's, it's all a plan from the Fabricate, Democrats right. and or China did it or whatever. Like it's Grown all that, by the Chinese. Yeah, sure. it's all those sorts of things. All every everything he likes to basically carry all of those all around on him at all times, just in case one doesn't work. He's got another one to back it up. Um, <laughs> he's pre- he's a prepper. Yeah, kind of. Well, not in the good way where you actually prepare for things. Anyway, so um, this isn't. This seems like a pretty common thing right now to be feeling. And there are people around people who are being weird. And we've seen some very public versions of this lately. Like that Karen lady. <laughs> I keep calling her Karen. But the Karen lady in Colorado that's now famous for hanging out of her, her SUV while that health worker standing in front of her. And right. many, many more like that. Um, so let's let's deconstruct this. What do you want to do? How do you want to do it? By the way, that Karen reminds me of our cousins that lived in Colorado. That's kind of a look I have in Colorado yeah. uh, from like the 80s and 90s. And Brian, I just need to confirm. Is that how women still look in Colorado? <laughs> totally, 100%. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Of a certain age. I haven't been though. there in a while, no so change. I don't know. No change. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. Okay, well, let's start with this. Uh, I'm going to tell a story. First of all, thank you for being bakers. That's so cool. Also, like, you know, the Dunford Donut Dynasty. There's a reason there are no more Dunford bakeries. Is It's an incredibly challenging life. Yeah, it's hard. Get up that early. And so none of my uh, my husband's um, dad or his brothers or sisters kept the bakery going because they were like, yeah, no, it's hard. Nobody wanted so, to do wow. it. Yeah. Well, it's just too bad really because, the man, they, I wish they would have only because of selfish reasons because I would love to partake in I know, it and have that'd be great. free we could bread. Just get donuts. And, oh, um, yeah. But thank you for being donuts. Also, okay, so <laughs> so I want to just share a quick, quick story of my own and and I will uh, I'll get to them. All right. Uh, so I'm at the grocery store the other day, which, by the way, I hated doing before. And now I hate more than anything I think that it was possible to hate. I really, really despise it. Mm. And there's a couple of reasons. One is um, it's like I I don't want to feel everybody's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't help it. Like yeah. <laughs> you walk in and it's like either either someone's angry, annoyed, desperate, sad, scared. I mean, it's just like a. It's like an empath's nightmare. And I don't even consider myself an empath. I don't know how anyone who is actually one can handle this. It's rough. Anyway, so I hate it. I walk in, you know, good 70% of us have face masks on. And um, these two older people walk in and they do not have face masks on. They're probably in their 70s. Yeah. Uh, And I am like... Were they cocky okay. about it? Were they strutting in going, yeah, no. look at us? Okay. And, no, and I had this. I had this. You guys was, roll sheep. <laughs> <this> is, <laughs> well, here's the thing. 
the thinking I had was it went from, oh no, are they aware? Have they been paying mm. attention? Like there was first that, <laughs> no. like maybe they don't know. And then second of all, it was like, maybe no one's helped them get masked. Mm. Maybe mm. they're here and it's scary for them. Like I can't tell. And then, then I think, oh no, maybe they think the whole thing's a hoax and that's who they are. And I just, part of me is just like, I need to know the story. Yeah. Ah! And I just had to run down a different aisle. I couldn't stand it. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> just because you don't anyway, know, right? There's like no way to. I don't know. And what am I going to say? Excuse me. Uh, what I <laughs> would like to do yeah. is to have a big fight here in Aldi's while uh, someone films it. <laughs> Aldi's. That's <laughs> the most mid Midwestern ass sounding place I've ever heard of. Aldi's. <laughs> that's great. Come on. Aldi's is German, dude. It's the best grocery store america has uh if they could just get lidl which is the better version of aldi aldi's like the crappy version of the best version which is oh lidl. still anyway. better than but better than most right that's a that's a oh it's so part. fun they have all sorts of good european stuff anyway i love it but okay so my point is without knowing their story i don't know how to feel about that situation yeah and i would assume lots of people don't maybe go through the mental gymnastics that i did uh, they maybe jump to the, oh, you must be a Trump supporting, loving, gun toting, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, or whatever their story is going to be, right? Because that's kind of the point. We all have our own origin of the thinking we have or how we may perceive somebody else. Um, and I went through a quick succession of there are four explanations for why these old people do not have masks on when they are surrounded by other people with masks on, like mm -hmm. right. they have to notice something's going on. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Why okay. do you think people are wearing these? Huh? Do you think it's weird. Do you think it's possible that this was their first exposure to it? Like, is it possible? I mean, everything's possible, I suppose, but like, you know, they, they've been staying away from all of it and staying home and watching nothing but old Barnaby Jones reruns. I don't, and they think, I don't know how you get by and not <laughs> know anything about what's going on. I mean, even if you don't, Someone's mentioned it to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. They got well, me wondering like why some of the store restaurants have signs on the windows that say don't come in, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or there I really this is what my thinking as I thought about where their eyes were, they weren't looking at anybody. There's a bit of like, shoot. I'm probably not supposed to do this. Oh, really? Like, so like, there was okay. a bit of like, well, and that's maybe how I wanted to see it. So I could yeah. just walk away and do my grocery shopping. I don't know. And so my point in telling you that is um, not that I'm some, you know, the epitome of someone who is thoughtful, but I am at least spending a lot of time asking people their stories in order to get a sense of what's going on for someone. And that was my brain's what it did. But mm. I didn't get any answers because I didn't want to be weird or have someone film old people yelling at me because i could yes. i could sense that might sure because that's not my dream that's that not, not what i want to be known need. for yeah, yeah. Right. i don't want to be karen from minnesota in a, in a grocery store right therapy for thursday blogger uh gets yelled at in all these by <laughs> really couple yeah really old people anyway so the <laughs> point is this here is this lovely baker couple and they have a friend who has expressed what he thinks is going on and that it's all made up and it's conspiracy and whatever, right? Tensions are high naturally, right? Because we're all on edge or we're all at least on our toes or we're at least aware because the world's a different place. Um, whatever that means to each individual person, it, you can't deny that there's electricity in the air that has not been there before. So right. you know his He's telling you his story. You have your own feelings. You also are probably pretty worn out as 
somebody who is continuing to work like crazy, but still feel all of the energy. Um, you're not having the downboard times like maybe other people. So that is a recipe for let's explode or let's have a fight or, and it sounds like obviously you're aware of, you know, you're in a small town. So what that actually looks like and how that plays out has big ramifications. I could have gotten a fist fight with these old people and that might've been the end of it if no one had (laughs) filmed us or whatever. But this is like friends, neighbors, you're going to cross paths constantly. So you're in a, you're in a different place and might even add add more pressure. Mm -hmm. But here's where the story matters, right? So you think you know his story. And this is, this is hard because in practicality to do what I'm about to say is maybe not a great idea. Maybe you should not listen to this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, is what is the story for anybody and how they react? I, we've had a couple shows on conspiracy theories or, you know, various differences in how people view certain things or certain information. It's because the person has unconscious motives. The person has motivated reasoning, right? They're going to, they want to believe a thing. And so they're going to find the evidence to make sure that that's the thing they can continue to believe or see. Um, So everybody has all of these biases. And here is this very strange moment in time where it would be really great if we all had the same information and we all could trust that information. And then we behaved accordingly and that it worked and that we don't have little side weird stories about the opposite happening or the, you know, one person saying this and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Have we ever had that not, though? We've never had that's that. That's not real life. Yeah. And exist. we, we kind of had it in the past when there was like one news station, but I still think there's always been this thing that the Baker is experiencing, Jennifer's experiencing in her community, which is everyone's got a friend yeah. that, or an acquaintance that just doesn't see the world the same way you do. Right. <clears throat> and you should, we should all have that. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's important. It exposes us to a different perspective and yeah. it may not and be one we agree with us. or yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Everyone should be softened by this. Here's the problem. It's not just within a community. It's there's lots of other people online who can yell at them and make them dig their heels deeper. Right. So that's part of, I think what happens is we don't get softened and like, Oh, I see it this way. You see it this way. Oh, okay. Let's come together. Really. Every state should be purple. Right. Because mm-hmm. we should have, differing views, but we just don't. That's that's right. not how it works. And we tend to get more and more polarized. Right. So here's my question for 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 Jennifer as far as um what is really going on with the friend is to to ask some questions and maybe you can't do this. So this is more theoretical about what is the real story. Right. Yeah. And the answer, and I, I don't want to make this sound like I it's true for everything, but I think it is. The answer is always if you go towards the pain, right? Like where is somebody's pain point? And when someone's life is, you know, pretty stable and they're pretty happy and they kind of like what they do and they have a nice family or a dog or they they are, you know, they get to do the things they like to do and they're like, eh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. And you're, you're not going to find, um, they're not going to have a source for maybe some of this. Whereas when somebody has a source, they all, everybody has a source, right? And everyone can be, everyone has a pain point somewhere. We can find it. You just push hard knife, you know, you'll find it. But when someone's got a lot of pain, Mm -hmm. um, you, and, and and I know someone's listening going, well, just because they don't agree with you doesn't mean they're in pain. 
No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when the whole world has stopped and everyone's a little bit scared or really scared and people are dying and scary hard things are happening and your response is, this is all fake. There's some need you have. There's something going on there. And so instead of like getting in a fight or arguing points, and I think that's what's so easy to do, especially online, but even to do it, you know, Thanksgiving dinner with your uncle is you just kind of talk about the, the thing you're arguing about and, and it's hard to go underneath that. Where is, what, what is the pain point? And so here is a trick that could really backfire. So again, I have given a lot of caveats to not actually do any of these things. Okay. Um, but the trick might to be to ask how he's, how he's really doing and maybe ask questions that steer towards what's going on for him. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I, I had someone tell me about a friend of theirs who is in the same camp as this guy um, and just publishing online anything he, you know, forwarding any article he can find that, that you know, coincides with how he believes things are. And, um, and this friend of his was, is pretty good at just like, Hey buddy, really? Is that what's going on? And trying to engage with him, you know, and when it really comes down to it. So we started to talk about this guy and what's going on in his life. And wow, some really hard things have happened Hmm. and some, maybe you didn't have a great experience with someone being trustworthy or telling the truth or your community providing support for you when you needed it or your family or so, so your hackles are up for a good reason. And this just feels like a giant version of that for you. And so when we say people are getting triggered, they're getting triggered in all sorts of different ways. But I think there is this very core part of being left behind and, or, um, I don't know, you're just not, you haven't gotten what you've needed in the past or people haven't been trustworthy the world is a scary, harsher place. Yeah. And so you need to find ways to feel control. Because right. that's in the end what this is. There is a, a feeling of control. If I'm, the, if I'm the one who knows that this is all fake, and I have a few people that back me up on that, and look at this guy saying the exact same thing I already think. Okay, yeah, I have some control here. When really every single one of us are struggling with feelings of lack of control right now. More, at literally all at the same time for the first time in maybe history. I don't know. Well, maybe in during the modern play. in modern recollection, certainly within a, a complete generation of hundred oh, years or sure. so we haven't really had, I mean, there've been other, you know, world war two, you could argue had a lot of that. Uh, you could argue that nine 11 had a lot of that nationally. You could argue other, other cases like this, right. but on a global Except scale like this, in pretty, those, pretty rare. In those cases, there was something to do. Yeah. And this feels like, maybe the first time where the thing to do is to sit on your couch. And that is just bizarre. And, and humans were built to coalesce around a thing and work to do something. And it's, it's how we defeat the trauma of an an event. Like you can give blood, you can build something, you can clean up the mess, the tornado left, you can, you know, donate supplies to another country. You could do all sorts of things, but as it's just sort of ticked through every continent, you know, everyone's sort of crippled in a different way. And yeah, it's, it's funny because it's you'll also definitely. you'll shift around your your ideal, your ideology or your your um, maybe belief systems or whatever to 
to maintain that control or that sense of control that you have a piece of control. Uh, for example, I'm not going to use names here, but I have a friend. Uh, let's call Names. him. A, let's call him a friend, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> who some years ago That's in the true. Bush during the Bush administration, if you guys remember, there was that lady on life support. Uh, I can't remember her name, but it was a big deal in the news. She was. I don't remember. It was a car accident. Someone in the chat's going to remember her name, and I and, I, and when they oh, Shivo, Shivo. Yes, it was in Colorado. Oh I yeah, think. Mm. Tara Shivo was her name, wasn't it? Tara, or uh, Tara Melissa Shivo, Terry Shivo. Uh, that's it. Terry. Terry Shivo, yes, right. Anyway, she was on life support, and her own instructions, her own will was, I want to not be on there. Please take me off of that if that's all that's keeping me alive. And there was a giant push by some to not do that. Life is too sacred. You can't just take her off of it, leave her on there. And then the other part of people like, you should. this should be a choice of the, of the patient and her family. She should be able to do it. It was a huge controversy, and at the time, this friend was 100% on the side of don't take her off of it. It's not her choice. It's God's choice when we die. This whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. He is yeah. the same guy that now is saying 2.5 to 3% of the population dying is not more important than the economy staying open. So we should <laughs> we should just go ahead and take it on the chin. So he's literally saying it's like 50 to, yeah, he's, he's saying yeah. multi tens of millions of people dying is fine in this scenario, but this one lady whose wish was to be taken off life support and was not going to survive without it, mm -hmm. that was somehow a huge moral quandary, and yeah. this isn't. Right. And that, for me, is really hard to deal with because... Petra, I mean, that's so explanatory. Like, it's so explainable. It seems though. like it is. It seems mm -hmm. like it is, but I think what happens... What's that thing where um, there's a... No, 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 no. It's explainable why he can do both. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to get oh, to really? because okay. because I've heard of this thing where you say, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly where I want to go with this. There's that thing where, um, what's the old saying? A uh, uh, If someone you know dies as the travesty, if a million people die, it's a statistic or however the phrase goes. Yeah. Or um, like it's a recession oh, if a single, your neighbor. It's a single a death is a tragedy, a million deaths is a statistic. Something like yeah. that, yeah. So It's a recession if your neighbor loses their job. It's a It's a the Great Depression if you lose yours. Right. Same, same so it's, idea. again, that relatively. So yes, there's that, but I also think there's this, it, right? It's his, the economic impact, the fear it creates, um, the instability, you know, that that is pretty primal. Mm -hmm. So you can be moral high horse all you want when it's not even remotely connected to you. You're just having an opinion far away. But when it means like, you're going to lose your job or, you know, whatever gets impacted, then yeah, you're going to see it differently. I don't know if you saw this tweet because I just think it's amazing and it should be what people are talking about yeah. is instead of the 3 million people that would die randomly, what we do is we pick the billionaires. So we only don't, we only need about 700 of them or something to, and we kill them and then we take all the money and now the economy is like just fine. Everyone's going to be fine and way less people are dead. Yeah. Um, and what I love about that idea is it really is telling how people respond to it. It's like, oh, wait, hold on. We would target. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now it feels like murder, right? right but right. if it's poor people or African-American people because they're dying in higher numbers or anyone who's got you know high blood pressure like oh it's fine as long as it's random and mm -hmm. i think there's a bit of that we've always had the you know the the trolley problem right um 
who do you, you know, the trolley's coming. And if you switch the track, it's going to kill one person instead of the five. Um, and people, you know, have to, if you make that decision, what are you going to choose? I mean, we aren't very good at these moral quandaries um, very, very much, right? So to me, that guy's saying this thing because he's talking about like, he doesn't think he's one of the 3.2 million people. Right. That's pretty important, right? Right. When the the question you're answering, it's not actually about you. Because I'll tell you what, um, this person who I was referring to before, you know, is saying, oh, let everyone die. It's fine. The three, I, this is the same. He said the same thing, right? That's obviously going around. Um, has, sadly, his father just passed away from COVID-19. Yeah. So you've got this the reality of what a virus does versus any other calamity is that it's anybody at any minute. Um, and, and that's, that's the great equalizer about it. That's really, really tricky. So to me, I always think, okay, go back to the core. So this, the Baker's friend, what's he afraid of? Right. Is he afraid like mm -hmm. everybody else is? He just is using a different tactic to handle it. Does he like, is because to me, there's always like the, a bit of a, um, um, especially dudes, I don't know, maybe there's lots of women that do this too, but there's a bit of just like, oh, you wusses, right? Like that attitude of yeah. just like, it's pretty dude not, heavy. This that is how thinking. I handle my fear. <laughs> I'll admit my fear it. Is like, I, have, I have no problem having that levity at men. We do tend to be that more that way than yeah. women. We just yeah. are. We're just kind of right. And so instead of like, I'm going to actually be a little bit afraid and hug my family closer or deal with my deep internal, you know, <laughs> self-esteem issues I've never dealt with in my, while I'm isolating, you know, I'm not going to deal with any of this stuff. I need to put it outside of me and fight something or, you know, go down a rabbit hole of, of this must all be a trick and everything's against, you know, it's a bit of the warrior complex with mm. nothing to be a warrior against. Right. It's um, like that, the, this other photo circulating, which I put up on Facebook and was irritated about. But this guy all dressed up in mm. biker gear who's just Leather, staring uh, yeah. staring down this nurse uh, mm. and probably saying things that we can't see because it's just a photo. But um, my perspective on that is, so here's, okay, so here's this lady who's scared, but her decision is to frontline this thing and work hard and be there, right? That's how her control gets maintained. That guy's got the same need, but he gets his filled by acting tough and belittling somebody and pretending like he's too good for all this. And, and this is just a big conspiracy, but aren't they kind of both burning the same candle? They're just doing it from two totally different ends. And one of them is, is a, is a, is an end I can remark, I can, I can admire and say, relate to get behind. Yeah. I, uh, get behind. Exactly. I can say, yeah, that's, that's the side I would like to be on, um, of this. And the other side isn't, but isn't he just still trying to feed the same beast at, at the end of the day? Uh, of? I mean, yeah, in that you're afraid. So fear and anger are really close, especially if you have very little emotional intelligence or practice in handling your fears. I mean, we all have a fear. Number one fear every one of us has, no matter what, is our own demise, yeah. right? Yeah. And as we age, it's like a slow version of facing that fear. Um, we all have other feels, fears that life is meaningless. And that we don't actually matter in the big scheme of things, or it doesn't, what I have to say or think is, isn't, 
have meaning. Mm-hmm. That's another fear. So when you say it, the same beast, yep, literally 100% of us all have the same beast. It's So yes, I think there's that. But I also think um, whatever he's doing, yeah. like what what is going on there might just be a bit of like, that's how he's handling his fear or pain. Um, or, and, and the pain can't simply be at this nurse. Right. right. And this is how all victim situations work. You don't, unless there's a targeted victim for something, mm-hmm. it's more like the, the person is faceless, but they're the idea. Right. 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 Um, and they're, so it's like a symbol, they're a symbol of the thing. Yeah. A symbol. Yeah. yeah. Right. So here's a nurse going to do a drug. You know, I don't know who that nurse is, but she also might just be going to make sure some kids don't have ruptured ears because they have an ear infection and it's hard to get health care. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. And does he, I mean, that, that's the strange part about, you know, the dysfunction of, of fear and anger and your, your own lack of sort of care for other human beings is you know yeah that's sad and and this has always been true of any kind of event it brings out the worst in right. some and it brings out the best in others right. and i think that is probably a hundred percent happened in any kind of setting i mean you i've been thinking about victor frankel um if i don't know if you guys have read his book um, i have it's amazing so, it's amazing it's so good. and he really broke through he's a psychologist and he really broke through you know a a bunch of the thinking that was sort of still Freud's thinking that we're just driven by our impulses, right? Which would explain the dude staring down a nurse and it would explain the nurse, her, her impulses to care and make sure someone's okay. And his impulses to be a jerk. I don't know what that is. Impulses is to threaten or to be, I don't know. I mean, clearly. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> let me just say this. My boys, whenever a truck drives by like a big old truck, they're always like, yeah, he's compensating for something because they've heard me say that my whole, their whole lives. And I'm like, oh, they're going to get their butts kicked with it. Anyway, right. Exactly. But my mom um, said that. <laughs> my mom told me that was true. Yeah. Fine. You can have a big truck and you're not compensating, but literally you better have a farm. Like I don't, you can't just be an accountant. I can't handle it. Anyway. Yeah. So what is my point? My point is this, that, that there's sort of this, um, what was I talking about? Someone help me. Oh, um, you were saying you don't know what his thing is. You know what the her motivation point. is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good. I, I, I don't remember now. You have I have brain damage, you guys. It's getting worse. No. Clearly. What's your pain? Um, what's your point? Uh, pain point? My uh, pain point is I need a nap. Yeah. I could use one of those. Uh, to be t- not tired. Anyway, I mean, kind of just generally though, like going back to, we'll go back to the emailer. Um, they don't know what to do yeah. because they have their own fears and their own pain point. Right. And, and here's what happens is when someone comes in and goes, Hey, everything you're doing right now to try to help everybody and the world and like to be a good global citizen and, you know, protect your community, children, the vulnerable, the elderly is garbage. Yeah. Like that's pushing on your pain point, right? Like, don't we wish it wasn't true? Don't you think Mm -hmm. we would all love for this to be just a big joke and we could stop and move on now? Mm -hmm. Of course, course, right? Of course. I mean, I have a really good friend's brother dying, Mm -hmm. dying in an ER. He's been there for 20 days. He shouldn't, I don't know if he'll live. I mean, he got a plasma transplant, so we're really hoping. But like, it's, it's real and it will be real more and more real for more and more people as as time goes on 
we've done a really good job of slowing this thing down. Yeah. Could we have done better? Yes, probably. Sure. But I mean, you're discounting everything this baker and their family do and how they're trying to be careful and you're just going right yeah. mm -hmm. so that's not the person asking the question that's what's always so hard right right it's the person who's going i'm getting pushed on my pain point and i don't want to harm this relationship it's like they're doing all the work of taking care of stuff right. and maybe the other person's just going around flinging their fear and anger you know unconsciously and that's ultimately why everyone needs therapy just saying because you just put together you you figure out your stuff and when sometimes you don't you even if you think it's bunk to have the ability to go well this is really scaring other people and i need to be respectful of that okay i'm sure there are people doing that yeah um but it, unfortunately just we only get to see the ones that aren't you know well and that's the other thing i always try to you know even when i talk or post about this or talk about it on the show this guy doing this thing, or even if it's a group of people doing this thing, pull the camera out and realize it's always a minority who are being terrible to other people. And it's not, it's just so easy to blanket it across the thing. And for all I know, that guy's got some serious issues and we don't know about him any more than he knows what that dirt, that nurse even does. He doesn't really even know what her right. job is, but we don't know what his is either. And I'm tr I try to be t open to that. You know, I've got another friend whose name I won't mention who on the outside talks a lot of talk like this, but when you get with him privately, totally different. It's like a weird defense mechanism he has in public where he feels like he has to be tough guy, you know. You can, you can use my name, Scott. That's totally yeah, I fine. guess I could just say Brian's <laughs> name. I mean, he's here. He's sitting right here. So, but no, like I, this, this person is just, if you didn't know him very well, you'd think, man, he's one, he's an ass like all these other guys. But when you really get to know him and you see him for who he is, he's not like that at all. And I don't know why the artifice has to be there. Like it's still kind of a frustrating personality trait, but but I know where his heart is. And so a lot of times you don't know that information, right? Yeah. Right. And I'm not yeah. trying to excuse the people and their bad behavior. I'm just saying it's just always more complicated than the, than the cartoon that we're seeing on the website that we're viewing it on. Like it's just too simplified. It's too iconic. It's nurse standing there stoically. It's guy in a biker costume, <laughs> cosplay, whatever, <laughs> staring her down. And that's all we have, right? And it's so easy to look at that and then make all the assumptions on no matter which way you look at it. Like, I know people would see that photo and go, oh my gosh, that guy, what a, the way I look at it is that guy, what a douchebag. He thinks he's so tough, but really, what a weenie. Mm -hmm. Just get out of there. And then there are other people, I guarantee you, look at that and go, what does she think she's doing? That guy take her in a minute. That's what she, you know, she's just a little tiny lady. Well, we don't know. And we don't even know, you know, if there were video, we might hear him say, you doing all right. And can I bring you a bottle of water? Right. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. We don't actually that's know. And that's context. the, it's, and then yeah. that context right. is so important or at the very least, it's important for us to, if we don't have the context to stop making our assumptions that we make, because we love a story, right? We love a narrative. Humans want to connect the dots. Remember when we loved we loved the kissing in Times Square after yeah, that old black and white. Yeah. yeah, we used yeah. to love those too. And I mean, I'm sure that was there's now a story behind a, that that doesn't have, to have plexiglass now to do that one. <laughs> Almost all those kinds of stories have they're, they're all wrong. Like we, we yeah. I, in fact, I think that one in particular yeah. has a story behind it that I read somewhere. They're strangers. They're not long lost. You know, going to get married mm -hmm. people. 
She was caught off guard and was uncomfortable with it. Like, there's a bunch of stuff about that yeah. story. I wish I had it in front of me. Hashtag me too. Right, right, right. right. Exactly. When they didn't have their hashtags, they couldn't do much about it. But there was another one. Uh, what's the one? Oh, we're all where they're holding the flag up in. Yeah, they, uh, Iwo Jima. It's the, the wrong place. It didn't actually happen. They had to pose. It was just all right. Yeah. So right. you get these things that are truly remarkably iconic, right? Like, whoa! Mm-hmm. It's it can change your whole life to see that. And especially in the face of a horrible, bloody, awful, long-running war, like, but then you hear, well, wait, it's actually a little different than what you saw. It's really frustrating. To- so the other day, a friend said, "Hey, uh, have you seen? Have you started watching the Michael Jordan?" No, I can't and wait I, though. I'm so excited. And I go, uh, I, I can't, I can't till I hear that you're not going to ruin something in my life. <laughs> like I don't want you to ruin Michael Jordan for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's just the modern epic right it's to your ethos is like well so you think you understand it well really you know and it is fascinating and as humans like it it's evolving a lot of things for us but i don't know if emotionally we are quite caught up to the ability to to shatter some of this illusion yeah um and then yet at this at the same time like if you look for it and find it, you will see the most amazing things that people are doing. The most, um, I mean, talk about the good that has come out of certain people in contrast to the, the worst that comes out in others. I mean, it is astounding. Mm-hmm. If if you need to just, I mean, there's you find it. You just go look for it and you will find it. And the stories of people doing amazing, amazing things. And the rest of us are complaining because, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but in the end, this is a tricky time. And I, and I think if I had to summarize, like for them is, is sort of, you know, garner all the, the empathy and compassion you can have for someone who is anger is what they're showing on the outside, maybe vitriol or bitterness, especially when they're a real person in your real life. Right. right? right. It's hard to do that on the internet because we don't have eyeballs and our brain receptors are not doing the right empathic responses. But a, a friend, somebody you know, someone who's in your life, you you can ask him to respect you. And that's that's a just a healthy boundary in any relationship. If you're feeling like they are just taking their garbage out on you, right. you can just say, okay, you, can you just chill? Yeah. Like, I, I need a minute for you to not do that with me. Because this is this is the life that I'm having to live. And and you can say I'm a sheep and I'm all of these things, but I'm I'm still gonna do that. So to be a friend, can you just give me some space to do that? Yeah. And likely they will. I can guarantee that dude's feeling lonely. Everyone's feeling lonely in some form or overly stressed. I mean, I think it's this kind of magical thing that has also happened, which is when somebody asks how you are now, yeah. we are no longer Americans acting like Americans. We go, well, I don't know. <laughs> we don't we, just respond. Fine. Yeah. We actually have to answer this question. Yeah, and right. Right. It's amazing. It's 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 a, a tradition I hope we can maintain forever because I really find it sort of frustrating. <laughs> we, oh, really? we have this- yeah, sometimes I just want somebody to answer fine so we can <laughs> move on. <laughs> I know. It'll go back. Don't worry, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're we're not probably headed to a whole new era of that particular piece of communication. But um, but yeah, I'm with you. It's like uh, when someone says, how are you? You can't help but think of the answer in the context how how, how else are you going to think about it you don't just go yeah. doing great kicking a taking names how you doing like <laughs> right, right. You can't do that anymore 
No. So no, you cannot. But I'm with Brian that I don't want big long conversations about it forever. Like at some point, at some point, what I hope happens is some lessons are learned, and that we, I don't know, I don't even know what those lessons are. It's complicated and it's huge, and it's. I'm just going to learn my own. Honestly, that's all I can really focus on. So what am I going to yeah. do different? How am I going to be mm-hmm. different to people? And am I going to think differently about, you know, things, issues like healthcare and what, what will that motivate me to do? And, um, both personally and, you know, uh, how I vote and how I, what I believe and that, you know, those, those sorts of things, all I can do is that. And, and then hopefully hope others around me, you know, by, probably just pure example they'll just see what i do and they can decide for themselves what they want to do um but i'm never gonna uh I'm never gonna stand in front of anybody in my biker clothes and yell at them i'm just not gonna do it mm-hmm. I don't- by the way here's what i think of when i think of bikers and obviously i have i have a i've got the wrong stereotype for that scene it. in peewee's big adventure no <laughs> that's oh it gosh, no. <laughs> well, I think no it's the the, bi- the bikers that go to court with little kids who've been abused yeah yeah and they walk in with them and they flank them on both sides and they use that tough exterior for good yeah and that's great used to have uh the guardian angels out here uh you know and they were largely made up of uh of folks of you know the the motorcycle not gangs but you know the the tougher guys they wear the the red berets to let everybody know that they were here to help them if they needed it but um yeah that's 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 a good that's a good memory to or a good connection to yeah, make. I'm with, keeping uh, that one. I'm not even gonna look yeah. at that dumb picture. And also, you know, like and maybe just as a general thing. All right, so you're the bakers and you're doing the bread and you know you're the UPS driver, you're the Amazon warehouse worker, you're like there's meaning to all of our lives and for this sort of time, there's extra meaning for particular people's lives. That, you know, the grocery worker who makes no money and is now totally overworked. I mean, I, I, people are always not kind, of course, but I also Mm -hmm. hear constantly people saying, how are you? Are people being good to you? Can we do anything for you? Like, did anyone even notice they really existed before? You know, it's kind of shocking Mm -hmm. and amazing. And, and I think that's the thing you can grab onto is the humanity of it. I think dehumanizing is the way we hurt other people. Right. right. And so you dehumanize a nurse cause she's wearing scrubs. I mean, I, I know there are cases where people are mistreating someone wearing scrubs because they think they're going to infect them. It's like, dude, they're on their way to work. Like yeah. people are dumb anyway. But that idea of like dehumanizing versus doing your best to humanize mm-hmm. is, is the challenge of being alive in a society that's either not at all out war because that's the history of the planet is people are at war when we're not at war. What do we do with some of our uglier pulses and, and our otherizing and some of our other things that we do? Well, we can get ugly or we can be our best self. So to challenge the, the, the bakers to just really absorb the role you're playing right now, like find some pride in there. It's okay. I think one common thing happening is there's meta analysis constantly going on, which is I feel glad to be unsafe with my family but then i feel guilty that i'm not this for that so everyone's having two emotions at once yeah um i'm exhausted but i'm supposed to be grateful because i have a job or i you know i'm 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 sick but someone else has it way worse or whatever so we can never just have the one emotion and knowing lots of people with dual emotional tracks going on at once which is a common therapeutic reason people come in 
you will burn out. You cannot continue having both tracks all the time. And it sounds like the bakers, what this friend represents is that, you know, how do I also help somebody else? I'm doing two things at once. One, I'm making bread for everybody, right? right? Number two, I'm trying to also protect my community from this, this problem that exists because we have very different opinions or this person is having pain and we're frustrated or, you know, is running around making people feel less safe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's tricky. So we, we all have to be really careful with this because I think this, this we're entering a, another phase here. I think we've, we've navigated the first couple phases of denial, <laughs> bargaining, <laughs> you yeah. know, okay, I guess this is what life is. But this enduring part um, and what's coming next, I think, you know, we're, we're on new ground again. And I think the emotional well-being of everyone is a little in flux. And so to be really good to yourself and, you know, give yourself space to feel the feeling. So if you feel grateful, feel it. If you're feeling furious, feel it, yeah. you know, but give, let it come and let it go because that's what it will do. But bottling it up or denying that you should feel any of those feelings um, you know, maybe don't brag about how awesome your life is, but like, you can just feel it. That's fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, seek out the support. Although I'm throwing in every bit of advice <laughs> I can think of all at once. I Ready like, I like right. the, the, the breadth that you're providing. This is good. More, the more, the better I figure right now people need it. Um, well, all right. I like it. Uh, the bakers, the candlestick makers, whoever you are, the butchers, <laughs> the butchers, <laughs> uh, don't take no heat and uh don't feel bad for who you are and what you're doing you guys are uh, mm-hmm. doing your best it's like yesterday with nicole you know i could tell she was feeling oh, a little yeah. bad so that, that being a parent is so hard right now but you know what freaking you guys are warriors people with little kids at home or even kids that aren't little totally. anymore or and both this, and this would be such a time where i'd love to say hey you know can we can we take the kids for a little while we'll take them to a park to a playground let you and mark have some time but we can't do it obviously for like eight reasons that i just in that sentence no no playgrounds no kids no getting together yeah it's hard like what do you do kim we'd love to take the baby from taylor all the time no problem let's do it but just can't yet so i don't know man so can i give you something something therapeutic yeah go ahead what do you got all right all right i'm gonna pick the kitty is this your cat okay the microphone yeah all right all right let me get her See if we can get a little something out of her. Yep, listen. Is she purring? Is it picking up? Kinda. I hear it sounds like me snoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not she's loud. She's like, yeah, I don't want to do it. I love a purring cat therapeutic. though. I love it. It's very therapeutic. It's part of uh it's it's why cats are great. And see probably the That's only a- reason they're great. <laughs> <laughs> not the only reason all right there's other reasons and too. i have a quick recommendation if someone needs sure. a book to read and they're yeah and you want whoa i dropped my microphone if you need a book to read and you want to know what every therapist is thinking mm-hmm. um and how it actually works it's called um maybe you should talk to someone by Lori Lori gottlieb and it she's a therapist who goes to therapy so she's talking about going to her own therapy as she's also talking about her clients. She was a writer for ER, I think, and friends back in the day. And then she went to medical school and then she decided to become a therapist. So she's like an awesome writer. It's such a great book. And I will tell you, I'll confirm right now, all the things she says is how your therapist is thinking. Mm. And and you will feel way more comfortable, I think, going to therapy if you need to, because you'll realize like, 
this person is really cares about me. It's complicated. And they are also changing. I mean, it's it's really well done. So there, if, there's a great book. Feels like a book that you better buy for yourself. Don't buy it for somebody else. Because if no. you hand a friend a book called, I think you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> Maybe you should talk to someone. It's yeah. very good. Maybe you should talk to someone. That's what it and is. It, yeah. And the front cover is a tissue box, which is, oh. The, oh, that's, that's the icon. Like actual, you guys all think like it's- an actual tissue box? Yeah. Well, not- yeah, an actual teacher. And it's not, you know, you all think therapy's icon, the icon is the the couch to lay down on. It yeah. is not. It is the tissue box. It's the tissue box. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. The stereotypes got good. it all wrong. Yeah. Much uh, more, much less comfortable to lay on, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, so depends. I recommend that. And then I also recommend if you can take five minutes and listen to Esther Perel's podcast about, um, it's called Where Should We Begin? And she, she lets, she has couples that are willing to let her record her sessions. So she does these, it's amazing. You watch her work with these couples. Um, and right now they're all in quarantine. And so it's audio from, you know, there's, there's therapy, tele sessions or whatever, but it's fascinating. And then she's done a couple of different other interviews in different places. There's one on the political gab fest that I would highly recommend. She nails down what's happening to everyone in such a great way she's awesome oh and yeah she has uh, here, lovely accent her, so webs- I could listen to her, all day. her website is estherperel.com just like you think it's spelled p-e-r-e-l.com slash podcast and it's all right here and you yeah, can find her wherever great. you get your shows that's cool she's great she has a great way to think about this she wrote the book mating in captivity which now has a very different meaning yeah <laughs> but she um she's she's excellent but she talks about how the pandemic really is an accelerant. And so it's either going to blow your house up or it's going to maybe do some movement towards healing or reconciliation or, you know, some different things. So it's, it's fascinating. So if you want to get into the heads of other people and hear their suffering and hear an expert clinician fix them in front of your eyes, it's awesome. So uh, also how cool is it that a lot of your stuff in the last few years has been uh, remote, work with with patients yeah, like this is n- nothing has literally changed for me one ounce when it comes to work whereas all of the people i know are like oh my gosh this is so hard it's not effective i don't know how to do it and i'm like yeah actually it's quite effective you just gotta it's because you're not used to that work it's to such it. a strange place to do it yeah my my brother-in-law is an er doc and he goes yeah i just do colonoscopies at home now <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like, like thing that's you'd disgusting. Say. But imagine if you had to do anything at a particular job, suddenly you do at home therapy. It feels like such a strange one to do because so much is the environment and the safe space you create and, and suddenly you're online and that doesn't feel very safe and you have to figure out. So I've got, I've got a big jump on everybody else, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's the future too. Somebody it is else. the future. And look at you in the future, just out there. Look hanging at me, out. Yeah. Eight years early to the future. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Can you ever uh, be early to the future? I guess you're always early to the future. That's true. Early. Oh, time travel confuses me. All right, Wendy, it's a, a pleasure as always. <laughs> Glad you're doing okay. Kids are good. Everyone's yeah. holding, hanging in yeah, there. Yeah, we're just living our living our dreams right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Well, it's uh, Wendy Dunford. That's, use that instead of fine when somebody asks you how you're doing. Yeah. There you go. Living my best life. Catch uh, <laughs> catch her on uh, the Instagram if you want. Wendy Dunford over there. You can also find her at Therapy Thursdays on Twitter and TherapyThursdays.com. And don't forget uh, Real Shoot. Steps.org. I almost said Real Change. RealSteps.org. Go read up about it. Find out when you can be a part of that project. Uh, right now you're in the middle of a batch, right? You're sort of. Yeah, we are. We're week 
on week three. Yeah, I shouldn't Going say well. batch. It's not like they're, they're people. It's a batch. They're like cookies. <laughs> they're a batch of people. A batch of people. Ooh, this batch is burnt. Go throw them out. Yeah, start with a new batch. Start over. Although I like burnt cookies, but I'm weird. Anyway. Me too. Yeah, it's a crispy Bye. thing. We got it from my mom. My mom gave us crispy cookie love, and we can't. You know get rid what this is it. called, Scott? It's what? called a Minnesota goodbye. Oh, is it really? Because well, we take forever yeah. to say it. Which is which is, uh, which is completely the opposite of Scott's typical goodbye. Oh yeah, usually yeah, I hang usually on. Usually just I, hangs up. Yeah, bye. Yeah, this- oh, she goes there. She goes. I got rid of her. That was it. <laughs> it's an Irish goodbye. Is that, <laughs> is that what that is? Just like <laughs> I didn't know it had a name. I, that's good. Just Johnson yeah. goodbye. Why not? All right. Um. I had to, hopefully she got my joke when I hung up on her that fast. But we'll see. Yeah, I think she did. I have her text. I can text her and find out. Yeah. Okay, um, as promised, boy, I hesitate to even play this because I've had a preview and good Lord, I'm weird. Um, so, all right. <laughs> so Jamie has been watching and pay- and making mashups for me playing Resident Evil 3, which we had another session on Tuesday. And uh, this is actually from a week ago, so he hasn't even done the third one yet. This is the second session. He's called this Chesty Jr. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait to hear how that comes up in context. (laughs) Ah, Chesty Jr. Chesty Jr. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I don't even remember why that's on there, but we're going to find out together. So here it is. RE3 remake with me. Enjoy. Okay. Ready for some weird, dumb shit? Here you go. Oh. I'm holding my underboob. Oh, shit. Grandpa's coming. Ah, Run. Shit. Shit. He grabbed me by his penis. What do I do? He's in here? Bullshit. He... Ah! Get it! Ah! Shit! Ah! He got me with his penis again. Gosh dang it, dude! Get off of me, you dick! Shit balls! What is this? What is this horse shit? Come here, dick. That plant! Frick! Oh, shit balls! Run! Get up! Get up, you cow! Go that way! Ah, I got me with his penis! I died! What? Hey, a fancy box. No, no, no. You slip his little wiener penis under there. <sighs> Shit. <gasps> no, no, no. Oh my gosh. Really? <laughs> Hold on. Me, me, me. <gasps> Shit cake. No, 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 no. <laughs> what is this shit? No. Oh! Ah! Ah! oh shit. I forgot he was walking around. <laughs> Can't get uh, Tracy Morgan. Get him down. All right, run. Damn it. Oh, oh, no, no, no. oh shit. Shit. This is going to be a. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 bullshit. Damn it. To hell in a bucket. That's some horse shit, is what that is. F that. All right, Chesty Jr., get up. Oh, frick, who's that? That was the worst jump scare of the day. The guy in a freaking plaid shirt. Shit! Oh, what? Really? Really? What the hell is that? Run! I'm coming, Carlos, you dick. You haven't helped me at all. <laughs> ah! Shit! Ah! Oh! Ah! Oh! Shit! Tracy Morgan, go down! Chris Rock! Ah! Ah! Shit, 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 shit. Shit! Uh, shit! You shot the zombie Flanders. <laughs> All right, so some explanation. There are two zombies in the game. Uh-huh. One of them looks just like Tracy Morgan, and the other one looks just like Chris Rock, and they repeat. They show up in different times. Is there uh, going to be a Garrett Morris zombie at some point? Or no. a, uh... <laughs> All these SNL guys. 
Yeah. No, it's like, and there's all there's one that looks like uh, Steve-O, although I think that was maybe from the third part, but there's a Steve-O looking zombie, mm-hmm. and it's just impossible for me not to to see them as <laughs> these characters. Chris Rock and Tracy Morgan. Yeah. So anyway, that was that. That's that's hilarious. Shit cake. All right. Wow. Whew. Enjoy. Um, all right. Hey, uh, quick uh, recommendation. We had a really fun core last night, uh, episode of core with John and, and Bo and myself. Talking about the Vigi games and uh, especially a whole bunch of talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake, which those two are just loving. Uh, and um, I just in particular thought it was a really good episode. So if you haven't heard that episode of that gaming show, you may want to go check it out. It is available wherever you get your podcasts. It's called Core. Uh, you can also get it on the website, which is at frogpants.com slash core. So do check that out. Brian, you posted a new Coverville yesterday. Anything to say I about did. that? Uh, it was a blast. It was uh, all music from or covers of songs that were popular on this date in 1980. So Call Me by Blondie, Cars by, I played a version of Cars by Gary Newman that was uh, almost entirely on steel drum. Ooh, um, that's cool. Which that's is weird. Fun. Yeah. Uh, some, let's see, a cover of uh, Another Brick in the Wall with uh, Lane Staley. Oh, wow. The late, great Lane Staley. Uh, Lost in Love by Air Supply, covered by the Chevelles. Chromio doing a, a really cool, I'll allow it, auto-tune version of I Can't Tell You Why by the Eagles. That That is like, it uses enough other electronic instruments in the song that the auto-tune feels like it belongs. It's as okay. opposed to being yeah. out of place if it's like a... Right, an yeah. acoustic song. Or Sometimes I hate that, but there there are times where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, that fits here. It's, it's got to be balanced. It. Like if there's yeah. enough other electronic stuff going on, then absolutely. I mean, Daft Punk did some great stuff with auto tune and um, uh, that that worked because the rest of it was so electronic. Yeah, I like but, that. But uh, for the most part, no. Yeah, no. for the most part, screw it. It's a terrible thing. Keep your, keep your auto tune. Give me give me some Peter Frampton. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take that over. That'll that's the that's the original auto tune, not this that's other right. crap. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Anyway, so there's that. All right, so check that out. Uh, support us at Patreon.com/tms. Find all the other things you might need at Frogpants.com/tms. If you're a member of the Patreon, Patreon, then you'll have a new episode of the PM Show tomorrow at 3:30. Uh, that live streams to the Patreon site. You have to have a login to get in there. How do you get it? A buck or more a month will get you there. That's it. Just a buck a month will get you into the fi- uh, the fifth episode of the, of the week we call TMSPM, and that'll be tomorrow. Uh, that's going to do it. Let's play a song and get out of here. What do you got? Sure. Skyler wrote in and said, uh, this is uh, just a shout-out for everybody who still has to kick ass at work, making things, and feeding people. As someone who went from 40 hours a week to 60 hours a week at work with the start of this pandemic, I just want to say thank you, and you're awesome to anybody else stuck doing the same. Uh, thank you, Skylar, and obviously you're doing it too. So we're taking that thank you and sending it right back your way. Whatever you're doing, um, thank you for doing it. Uh, he requested, like, everybody's working for the weekend or school's out for summer or something celebratory about the end of the work week. Why not just take that first request and run with it? And this is a great one. This is uh, Lover Boys working for the weekend, covered by Josh Grasson for the or Grayson for the um, for the soundtrack to the movie Herbie Fully Loaded, which I fully expect to watch on Film Sack at some point. If we're not going to do Crossroads, we're going to do Lindsay Lohan uh, Fully Loaded. <laughs> All right, uh, amen. In a Volkswagen. Sure. Anyway, uh, Herbie Fully Loaded, two thousand five. Josh Grayson working for the weekend. All right. We'll see you guys for the rest of you on Monday. See you patrons tomorrow. Goodbye.
Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Hold me if I'm dying and vice versa, okay?